Jeez. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is Real Talk with Rachel. I'm Rachel Buzzard, your host, and today I have a very special guest, Ken. What's up? up? That's all you had to say. That's it. That's it? That's it. Okay. Well, (laughs) we're going to start with my random fun fact. So, there's a world record and a good ending for the greatest distance thrown in a car accident. The... Uh, let's see. A car traveling 70 miles an hour struck Matthew McKnight, an off-duty paramedic, um, and he was thrown 118 feet, almost half a football field, and he lived. Jeez. And, um, his emergency room physician said he should put it in the Guinness Book of World Records, and, um, that happened in 2001, and the guy who got thrown initially brushed it off as a joke, but, um, his doctor was so impressed anyways, he submitted the paperwork, uh, which was improved in 2003, but it didn't make the cut until 2008. Hmm. Yeah. Could you imagine being hit? No, not at all. I mean, for those of you who don't know, he is a volunteer firefighter, so seeing somebody live after being hit 70 miles an hour and thrown that far... That's impressive, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so today we got two main things. The first one is questions to ask your boyfriend and girlfriend. And then the second one, I'm going to wait. Just, it's not anything special, but I just want to, like, I don't know. I want it to be a surprise, a surprise effect. Oh, boy. <laughs> You sound so enthused. Oh, I am. So enthused. <laughs> okay, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first. All right, I'll ask all ten of my questions first. Oh, that's... Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. What kind of superpower would you have if you had to choose? I really... Hmm. 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 I think it'd be pretty cool to fly. I'd want to fly. You want to fly? Yeah, I think that'd be probably the best one. Probably choose the same thing. Yeah. That, or yesterday when I was at Mike's watching a movie, I was like, you know what would be cool? If you could just, like, pull a machete out of nowhere and just, like... So basically infinite pockets is what you want. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like in that movie Hush that we were watching, if you need a machete, you just pull it out. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Would you rather be turned into a hologram or into two dimensions? I'd say two dimensions because a hologram you can't really do much, but as two dimensions you can still kind of do stuff, I would think. I don't know. I would think you could do more as two dimensions versus a hologram. Okay. Okay. I'd probably go for a hologram just because I think it'd be cool. Okay. It'd be cool. <laughs> Ooh, this is a good one. What's something you love that other people think is gross? I can't really think of anything that I love that somebody would say is, like, super gross. I don't really know. Like mushrooms? <laughs> that's, most people like mushrooms. I, I hate mushrooms. Yeah, but... I think just, that's disgusting. Yeah. You're weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> But no, really, I can't think of anything for that one. Okay. Well, the next one is kind of food-related. What is the most 
exotic thing you've ever eaten. I've never really eaten anything that I would call exotic. I mean, I had frog legs one time, but that's about it, and I did not like it anyways. Yeah, that does not sound good. about all I've really had that isn't normal food. Hmm. Okay. Lame. (laughs) Oh, like you haven't asked for that? I've eaten shark. I've eaten, um... Uh, game food like bison and stuff, but okay. I would say shark is like my most quote unquote exotic. I mean, I've had swordfish, but it's not really. Even... Okay, I mean, I've never had swordfish. Next question What are three things you cannot live without? S- sleep, food, and beer. <laughs> 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 I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Sorry, sleep, food, and water. There, that's a true answer. <laughs> that's your stereotypical survival answer. I mean, that's what you need. It's what you need. <laughs> when you were a kid, what did you think being this age would be like? Um, I thought I would have like a real job and stuff. And <laughs> I would actually be moved out of my parents' house. Basically, completely opposite of what it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it, it'll come along. I saw this question, and I thought it was so funny because it involves Fiona, which is his bunny for everybody that doesn't know. If you could give your bunny a superpower of some kind, what would it be? <laughs> Like Fiona, right now, if you could give her a superpower. Hmm. This little old bunny. Now you're gonna drag and she can breathe fire. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm hungry! <sighs> okay. Next one. What moment sticks out for you as your most embarrassing experience ever? Most yeah, so what's your most embarrassing experiment? Not experiment. experiment. We're doing experiments. Though. Yeah, we're doing experiment. No. <laughs> Experience. Anything I've really had that was ended up being embarrassing or anything like that. I mean... You never had, like, your pants fall down or... No. No, I wear belts. <laughs> <laughs> True. I don't know. I mean, I've never really had anything, like, super embarrassing happen to me. You're lucky. Yeah. One of the lucky ones. Yeah. Apparently. Okay, this one's a general one. Are there things you're superstitious about? I don't really know for sure if I'm, like, actually superstitious about anything. Like, I really don't know what you would mean by... Like, for me, if, like, salt falls, you, like, grab it and throw it over your shoulders. Otherwise, it's bad luck. Oh, no. Or, like, walking under a ladder. Uh, Or a black cat crossing your path. I'll just walk right into the black cat. I'm not superstitious about anything like that. I've never had anything bad happen to me, so... Not like I would. No, I'm good. (laughs) Alright, this last one I know the answer to, but I just want everybody else to hear it. What's the most paranormal thing that has ever happened to you? Oh, okay. So we were at Rolling Hills Asylum, which... It's in East Bethany, New York. I was going to say that. Um, And we were on the 
first floor, right? Yeah, first floor. <clears throat> we were in the veterans room, mm-hmm. and Rachel was in there. I think she was actually laying on one of the cots that was in there at the time. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I feel something pulling me out to the hallway. And we're like, okay, let's go out to the hallway. So we go out to the hallway and look towards where the exit is, like where you go for like a safe room, basically, what they call it. And there were three apparitions, three or four of them, full body. They were peeking around a corner and one went upstairs. And we were just like, oh shit, we gotta go that way to try and get to the safe room. And there's no other way through here. So, I mean, that was wild. I'll never forget that. Me neither. That's literally, like, imprinted in my memory. <laughs> it For any of those who are in the Buffalo area or you want to take paranormal trips, Rolling Hills Asylum. Absolutely. Definitely. Shout out to them. Very good place. Um, I know the owner. She's a wonderful woman. But I kind of, when I went there, I was kind of being the, all oh, ghosts aren't that real, stuff like that. I mean, I've had stuff happen at work, and I kind of was able to brush it off, but... I was kind that of like, you can't yeah, explain. I, I was basically a debunker there with the group. I was saying, oh, yeah. that's not true. That's that's just the wind blowing, and yeah. I mean, I couldn't explain that. Yeah, and, like, there was four of us that saw the same exact thing. And there was, they were not moving like humans. Yeah, no. The one was, like, in the doorway doing, like, a little jig. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, yeah, that would that will forever imprint me. All right, those are all the questions I have. It's your turn now, buddy. Oh, boy. My <laughs> questions are, like, way different than what you were asking. That's okay. Okay. So, let's start with something. Let's see. Hmm. So, I kind of, one kind of goes off of what you asked me. So what was the silliest, most embarrassing thing you've done while drinking? <laughs> while drinking? You know the answer to this one. But, um, okay, so this was when I was with my ex and we were partying all the time. We would always go to um, a certain friend's house and they had a pool. Well... What happened was I got really drunk and somebody was like, we should go swimming. I'm like, hell yeah, that's a great idea. But my ex brought up, you don't have any swimming clothes. I was like, who cares? So I start running towards the pool. But thank God, one of the guys caught me in time. And he's like, no, 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 you're not jumping in the pool. Well, me being completely drunk, I'm like, I don't care. So I actually ran past everybody and jumped into the pool and I was like woohoo and I had thank god I did not have my phone on me right but I did have my apple watch on so but that was okay and everybody's just looking at me like oh no (laughs) but thank god um my parents weren't awake when I got home because I'm like how am I supposed to explain why I'm soaking wet, and, like, I don't think I was 21 at the time anyways. Yeah, that probably wouldn't have been very good. No. Your parents wouldn't have been happy about that. No. (laughs) So, that actually kind of became a tradition of mine when we would party at this person's house, (laughs) is always jump in the pool. Somebody bribed me with, like, oh, I'll give you a cigar. It was, like, a 50-cent cigar. And I was like, yeah, let's go! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next question. This one's fitting for you. 
What would your perfect mur- murder weapon be, and why? My per ooh. My perfect murder weapon would be an icicle. Okay. A very strong icicle. Because it would melt away, right? Exactly, melt okay. away, and. They would probably think it's a dagger of some sort, just because of the way it's shaped. But exactly, it would melt away. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> or you just take it with you and melt it later. Exactly. Yeah, just chuck it in, like, a body of water or something. Okay. If you were wrongfully put into an insane asylum, how would you convince them that you're actually sane and not just pretending to be sane? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I don't think that would work out in my favor because anything that I try, they'd be like, yeah, no, this lady's crazy. (laughs) 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 Um, I would probably just ask if I could call somebody and be like, can you tell them that I'm not crazy? (laughs) Because like I said, I feel like anything that I do wouldn't, like, help my case. (laughs) Um, so what is something that you've never done but would like to try? Skydiving. How did I know? I knew that was going to be your <laughs> Well, that's like a lot of people's things. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, there, I would have so much anxiety being in the plane. Mm-hmm. And like, thank God you're attached to somebody because I'd be like, nope. But, but that, the adrenaline would get Yeah, you. that's something I really want to do before I die is skydive. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> If you suddenly found out that your internal monologue for the last week was actually audible, how screwed would you be? Screwed. (laughs) I'd be so screwed. (laughs) No doubt about it. (laughs) Because I say a lot of things in my head that should be kept in my head. (laughs) Okay, so we got the answer to that one. (laughs) Uh... You're on death row. What will your last meal be? Ooh. Definitely not pizza. Because we just had pizza for the last three days. Um, hmm. If I was on death row, my last meal, what would it be? Uh, Mashed potatoes would have to be a part of it. Probably chips and queso with it. Loading up on the... Um, yeah, carbs. Yeah. Um, ooh. Oh, it's, what is it called? Um, ziti. That, I would have ziti. Um, so yeah, ziti, mashed potatoes, and ch- chips and queso. <laughs> Wow. We're gonna hit all the all these <laughs> all the carbs. Yep. Okay. So this one's a weird one. Would you rather sweat melted cheese or have snakes for hair? Sweat melted cheese. Well, is the melted cheese edible? I don't know. Because you can have endless chips and queso. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that segue. I mean, yeah. Well, fatty here. We could always eat so. <laughs> I'd say sweat and melted cheese if it's edible. Okay. Because I'm definitely afraid of snakes. Yeah. 
if your five-year-old self suddenly found themselves inhabiting your current body, what would your five-year-old self do first? Cry. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So, if my five-year-old self was found in my current body, what would my five-year-old self do? Yes. Probably go outside and do something and play or something like that. That's basically what my childhood was, was just playing outside and crying. Okay. (laughs) And last question. What would be the absolute worst name you can give your child? Corona. <laughs> no, no, in the heat of passion. Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, which is, by the way, a real name. I'm not going to state the background, but that is a real name, people. Okay. Next topic of conversation is the elephant in the room. COVID-19. Oh, boy. Well, I want your take on it, because... Like, your first responder side of it. My first responder side of it? Yeah. Like, for those who don't know, like, what you guys go through and the risk of it. I mean, anybody's at risk right now for it, though. True. So, basically, like everybody's been saying, is use your precautions. So, as a first responder, we know that we have to use precautions going into a call. We don't go with a bunch of people. We only go with what we know we need to have go inside for a set call. Um, we know what we're going into because our dispatchers are going through a questionnaire before they, and then in the text message that they send to us, it says if they answered yes to any of their questions on the questionnaire. But I mean, basically it's protect yourselves. And if you know you have it or you think you have it, tell them. Tell them before we get there. That's okay. about it on our first responder end. It's good advice. Now, what do you think, like, government-wise, what the state is doing right and wrong? So, I have been in support of what the government has been doing so far. The only one that I kind of disagreed with was the fact that Cuomo's moving ventilators around. Yeah, I, I, not, don't, I don't agree with that either. I'm not a fan with that. I did not like them wanting to move ventilators around because the way the state has been is a lot of the cases now in upstate New York are starting to go on the rise and we need ventilators here as well. Um, yeah, and like he kind of took him at a really crucial time because, like he said, we're still going out. Mm-hmm. Even though New York City's going down, like, right. we, we like, need them. That's like he wants to declare that the New York State curve is going down, but technically it's really not just the New York City curve is going down. Yeah, that's that's the problem with living in New York State, is that everybody correlates New York State with New York City, but New York City is its own thing. Right. Upstate, everything else is separate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it really shows in government. <clears throat> So, with him doing, like, the shutdowns and the essential employees and stuff like that, I think that's great. It's a great way to stop people from going out and doing things and running into people that have COVID and spreading it around. Now, there are times where you think, okay, you can kind of ease up on things. 
like them shutting down campgrounds. You're gonna you can socially distance while you're camping. Yes. Or agreed. golf courses. You can socially distance golfing. Yeah. So there's just certain things that I disagree with with that type of stuff, but other than that I do feel like Cuomo's doing a decent job with it. Can't yeah. Hate myself for saying that, but Well, yeah. <laughs> Overall though, yeah. like you said, a decent job. Right. Now one of my pet peeves during this whole thing is when people wear masks but still leave their nose uncovered. Yes, so at work, um, we're all required to wear masks right now. And I see people with their noses out or the mask on their chin, they're not even wearing the mask. And it's like, we give you a mask for a reason, wear it. Exactly, yeah. So. Yeah, and like in New York State, they passed, what was it, an executive order? Yeah, so Governor Cuomo signed an executive order demanding that when you cannot socially distance, so like public transport, shopping, stuff like that, you have to wear a face covering. Now, people are blowing that out of proportion saying, oh, you have to wear a mask, but that's actually not what it is. So you can wear a bandana or a scarf or something. Just something to cover your face. My mom was shopping at Walmart today. And she said this lady wasn't wearing a mask. She's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And whatnot. It's like, you're, you don't have to wear a heavy duty mask. Plus like there's medical professionals that are wearing N95s for like eight plus hours. Mm -hmm. And those are hard to breathe through. And they're also actually saying that surgical masks are your worst enemy. They're not filtering through you can still get the corona from what i've heard can still get through that mask and the fact is wearing masks like that you're breathing back in the carbon dioxide mm-hmm. when you breathe in carbon dioxide your immune system goes down mm-hmm. so a lot of doctors are saying that masks aren't actually doing that good it's just you have to social distance yourselves from others exactly. i feel like that's what's really gonna flatten this curve mm-hmm. um now, do you think it's a good idea for New York State to remain shut down until May 15th? Yeah, I think it's a good idea because, like I said, the curve is still kind of going up. You can still see uh, uprising cases in upstate New York and stuff like that. And even still, you do have people that are still positive. And it's a big number of people that are still positive, so... Until that number starts going down and you start having more people cured from it, yeah, you shouldn't be opening back up a lot of things. Did you hear about they're doing, um, not a protest, but a thing, a demonstration in Buffalo about not, well, basically about wanting to open the state back up before mm-hmm. May 15th? They're, they're doing it in all sorts of different places. I heard there was a big yeah. one in Michigan. Yeah, but, like, doesn't that breaks the social distancing rule? Well, so, like, how can they still, do that? You still protest and socially distance, if that's what you're saying. But, like, they say not to gather more than X amount of people in a certain area, except for, like, public places, like the grocery store, public transportation. So doesn't that break it, too? I mean, yeah. Sure, yeah, you're breaking the... But it's not law, it's more of a guideline. Guidelines. <laughs> yeah, it's not a written law, it's a written True. guideline. Okay. Yeah, I just... I find it really interesting, and, like, 
today. I don't know. It just feels so weird seeing everybody with masks on. Mm-hmm. And, like, is this going to be our new normal? Oh, yeah. This is going to be the new normal. We're going to be like China. Where it, people are just going to be walking around with masks all the time. Yeah, it's going to be so weird. And it, it basically ruined people being the way people are, too. So people are always going to be socially distancing now. Yeah. Even probably, like, five years from now. Mm-hmm. Especially your older people and... Man, I I still know some people that are pregnant and about to have a baby, too, during this. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. No. And I feel so terrible for those who are planning a wedding. Like, my sister, she's actually planning a wedding for September. She's getting married in September. And she doesn't want to think about a backup plan, but we've slightly talked about a backup plan on what to do if... For some reason, we can't have the wedding. Even your backup plan that you guys were talking isn't going to work. Yeah, I know. So. Yeah, I know. It's just crazy. I feel yeah. I feel so bad. Yeah, it sucks, but in the end, there's nothing you can really do about it to stop it from happening, you know? Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't want to wait another year to get married if I was planning on getting married this year. No, I wouldn't either. No. Be like, God damn it. (laughs) So, everybody that's listening, I do have this podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts now, so you can find Real Talk with Rachel, the podcast, on both of those platforms. I am trying to work on um, getting the podcast on Stitcher. Um, We just have some technical things that I have to go through. But thank you again for listening. Tell everybody, friends, family... um, Neighbors, I said strangers before, but probably not strangers. Not a good idea. Put it on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, all those social media platforms. Let the world know about Real Talk with Rachel. Um, this next episode is going to be a really good one. It's probably going to be with my Duda again. Um, I also do have a future episode plan that's going to be really funny. It involves me and my Duda taking shots while reading a story. <laughs> so that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.